If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt and nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls, we speak the language. Primo's. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about three hunting strategies to help you get started, as well as some of the gear and some of the tactics that you'd need to execute each one and try to find out which one is right and best for you. We're going to get right into it today. We've got a lot to cover, but let me give you a quick overview of the three hunting strategies. Number one, we've got stand hunting or tree hunting. Get you in a stand in a tree where you've got a good field of view. You're above a deer's uh, regular field of vision. You're above where they're usually listening for threats and you're above where they're usually smelling for threats as well. Number two is um, ground hunting. You are sitting on the ground, lean up against a tree on a cushion or in a ground blind, either natural or artificial, and you're on the ground looking around for deer. You're at their level. You've got your place scoped out, and you're basically trying to see them and get a shot at them before they see you and hightail it. Number three is still hunting, which is a bit of a misnomer. That's essentially when you're walking around looking for deer, trying to move uh slowly and quietly and basically the ideas move so slow that it looks like you're sitting still uh, and then just try to to get there before they see you so i want to talk about these three different aspects three different hunting strategies and the tools that you need to make them work uh, and then my recommendations for the new hunter so starting with uh, tree hunting well most people most new hunters, the last thing they want to do is climb a tree, build a stand, buy a stand, set it up, go through all that you know hassle and extra expense. Uh, and I agree with you 100%. I do not recommend stand hunting or tree hunting for the new hunter just because of those reasons. Uh, now, here's the thing. You're, there's no way to hunt that you're more likely to be success or more likely to have success than by tree hunting. You're, you just have this unparalleled advantage when you get up off the ground because deer have no predators in the trees. They don't look up. They, they know there's things in the trees. They know there's birds. They know there's squirrels. They know there's noises. They know there's turkeys. They know there's all kinds of things going on in the trees. And nothing's ever jumped out of a tree and hurt a deer uh, in terms of their regular habitat and the way they live in most of... Well, not in America, anywhere I'm, I'm aware of. So they've got no aerial predators. So you have a huge advantage being in a tree. Um, I know when I first started hunting, I, I hunted on the ground. And as soon as I started tree hunting, it was a completely different deal. 
I, it was like magic. Deer would walk right up to the tree I was sitting in, sniff around, and just slowly and easily walk at the same pace away the other direction, just sort of on the route where they were going. Didn't know I was there, didn't know I could have taken a shot at any time. I was just amazed by it. It was like, it felt like I was cheating, to tell you the truth. Now, that's not always the case. It's not always that big of an advantage, but well, I've found it to be a significant difference. But there's cost. There's different kind of tree stands. You got ones that you climb up the stand with, or you climb up the tree with the stand. You've got ones where you attach steps to the tree and then climb up and hang your stand. And then you've got ladder stands. Uh, a ladder stand, you essentially build the stand on the ground, you assemble the ladder, and you, with the help of one or two people, um, uh, hoist it up there and then strap it in the place. And then you climb up it just like a ladder and it stays there year round. That's, I think, is the 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 simplest. I think that's the the safest in terms of how you're getting up the tree, how you're getting down the tree, how does it connect to the tree, how many extra connection points can you add to make it safe. So if you're gonna hunt from a tree, I recommend getting a ladder stand. I'll link to some in the show notes of the show, but one thing to keep in mind is ladder stands are always gonna be cheaper in a store. Whether you go to... to um, Dick's Sporting Goods or Academy or Cabela's or uh, Bass Pro Shops or Walmart for that matter. Anywhere where they sell ladder stands are going to be cheaper 95% of the time than online, even for the same stand, just because they're big and they're heavy and they cost a lot of money to ship. So they're not usually cheaper on Amazon. So I'm going to link you guys this some just so you can see them, but I would say buy them and an actual store if that's what you want to do. Uh, tree stands, they run anywhere from a hundred bucks to several hundred, depending on how fancy you want them to be. You don't need one that's too fancy, but a couple features can help. We'll do a future episode exclusively about this subject and just get into the, the details and the nitty gritty. But that's one option of hunting is getting in the trees, getting in a tree stand. Uh, number two on the ground. Now the the simplest, the most cost-effective way that you can do this is you just do your scouting, find a good spot, get out there before dawn, sit down at a tree and wait for the deer to come. There's no cheaper way to do it. It's, it's basically free. You'll find out within the first hour or two, though, that you wish you would have paid something because the ground is hard and cold and so is the tree. And if there's any moisture at all, you're going to be a miserable wreck uh, before 10 o'clock in the morning. So what you need to do, this is not optional. You need to have something to sit on. You need to get some kind of a foam cushion or something that you can sit on. And anywhere you go from any sporting goods store to Walmart is going to be selling these this time of year. Uh, I will link to some on Amazon that are good that you guys can get. But three different qualities you want to make sure your cushion has. One, it has to be waterproof. If water comes through that and you get wet, that's the fastest way to ruin your day in the woods is by getting wet. Number two, it needs to be soft. You have to be able to sit on this thing. It's got to be soft, but have some firmness so you can sit on it for, you know, a whole day or half a day. Number three, it's got to have some insulation to it, especially if it's cold where you're hunting. It's got to be insulated. So you can sit there. It's going to keep you dry, keep you warm, and keep your back and your rear end from getting sore and hurting so you can stay still and be an effective hunter. 
Uh, this, I think, is the number one way to go for new hunters. Get yourself a decent cushion. I'll link to some in the show notes, newhuntersguide.com. Um, and then that's the best way to get out there. Second option would be to get a little chair. They make some great little turkey hunting chairs that you literally, you're sitting two inches off the ground. All right, you're just clearing the ground. They have a back to them. This is ideal if there aren't any good trees for you to lean against. But you've got a lot of little trees or there's brush. You have to lean against something. You can't just sit there, you know, for hours and hours on end and not be leaning against something. You're, you're just going to wear yourself out. It's gonna, you're going to have back pain like you've not had in a long time. So if you don't have a tree that you can lean against, but you've got some brush, you've got some cover, you've got little trees or bushes or something, you can get a little turkey chair. They're, um, you know, I can't remember offhand, but you're anywhere between probably $30 and $60. You could get something that works real good. I'll link you guys to exactly what I use in the show notes. I don't remember the price right now, but it was right in the middle of that range. Excellent little chair, but um, I, I still think you're better off if you have decent trees to get a cushion and lean against a tree. Just because you blend in a little better against the tree, you're a little bit more natural looking in the surroundings. So if you have trees, lean against the tree, but get to have a good cushion. If you don't have trees, then you can get a nice little chair. Keeps you off the ground, keeps you from getting wet, gives you good support for your back, um, and then you're able to sit there and comfortably hunt. Third option would be to get a ground blind. Uh, ground blind is essentially a little camo tent that you set up that has areas that you can either shoot through or just has full windows. And that can be really effective if you put it in the right spot. You've got to set up a ground blind though before the season starts, at least a week. Three weeks is better, two months is ideal. You want to get this set up long before the season starts, so any disruption of you setting up you know, is worn off, any scent from the setup is gone, any scent of the, the ground blind that came from the manufacturer has had a chance to weather out. So you want to get that set up in advance. That'll hide movement, that can even muffle just a little bit of sound, um, but the thing about that is you have to have a good spot, you have to know that's a good spot, and most new hunters don't have that sense developed enough to the point where they can make a great decision there. So it's a little risky. Those cost anywhere from, you know, 60 bucks to a couple hundred bucks. I'll link you guys to some examples in the, in the show notes, good ones that you could look at. But again, I don't recommend you go that route till maybe your second season. Get yourself a cushion, get some experience because experience will teach you where to set up and how you could hunt better. Uh, the third type of hunting is still hunting which is essentially you walking through the woods, trying to keep still as you go, trying not to spook deer, trying not to be seen as you go about your business. Uh, this is really not a technique for the new hunter. Um, the old adage is there's nothing that, that makes more noise than a hunter trying to be quiet. And it's just, it's true on so many levels. You think you're being quiet, you think you're being sneaky, you think you're being stealthy, but every animal within a mile can hear you coming or see you coming for that matter. So I don't recommend it. it you're, it's the lowest chance of being successful. But there are situations where still hunting or walking can be effective. Um, one, you need to have the right terrain. 
you can't just walk through the middle of the forest. You have to have paths or trails you can walk. Old logging roads, gas, gas line roads, some kind of path or trail that goes through the woods so that you can be quieter. So you're not stepping on boulders and stones and twigs and things. You can see every step and you can move quickly and you can move quietly. Number two, you need to use weather to your advantage. Not optional. You've got to use the weather to your advantage. The best days for still hunting are when the ground's wet, just rained, and there's wind. The more wind, the better. Not, not hurricane kind of wind. That's deer going to bed down and hide out of that. But if you got some breeze to some wind, that can really work for you. Because you got wind is blowing leaves. Wind is blowing sticks out of trees. Wind is, you know, branches are moving, bushes are moving. There's movement all through the woods when it's windy. And there's noise all through the woods when it's windy. And if you can exploit that and you can go hunting at those times, if you've got a morning where it rained last night and it's windy, that's the best time you could go still hunting. In every pair of Decovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker because everything's moving. Any sound that you make is more likely to blend in. The, the, the wind is moving a lot of scent quickly in one direction. So as long as you're not walking straight into that, you've got a good chance of scent not being a huge issue for you. And you just have a chance, an opportunity to come up on deer on some kind of a clearing or an open area or a place where they eat that you can get a shot. You want to be you, know, you have to be careful. You've got to minimize movement. You don't want to carry a lot of gear. You want to go light. You want to have shoes that are not big and bulky and cumbersome. You want a nice pair of hiking shoes, maybe. Really, some nice, you know, some camo tennis shoes would be best. That's what help you be the sneakiest. But if the ground's wet, then you're going to be in trouble if that's the case. So you want something waterproof on your feet, but it's you want it to be thin and easy to move through a trail or down a road, uh, whatever helps you not cause a lot of a lot of movement or a lot of sound. So that would be the time to do. If it's not windy and it's a quiet morning, 
I think you're wasting your time still hunting, especially as a beginner. You're much better off finding a good spot, getting there an hour before legal shooting hours begins, and just waiting for the sun to come up, trying to make no noise at all. That's the, the better way to go, I think. But it all depends on where you have to hunt. You know, some people, they don't, they don't have a good place they could set up with a stand or with a blind or against a tree, but maybe you've got some area you can cover on foot. You know what's behind it. You know where you could shoot. There's, there could be something there. If you have, if you play the weather, you've got a shot. So those are the three different strategies for hunting. You've got tree hunting, ground hunting, and still hunting. Uh, again, I recommend for the beginner ground hunt with a cushion. It's cheap, versatile. You could go out for a day. If you determine that spot's no good, tomorrow you can go somewhere else. If that day doesn't work out, the next day you can go somewhere else. Or more likely you end up somewhere and there's hunters all around and you realize, okay, this is not a good spot. There's too much pressure. You need to go somewhere else. But well, you built your stand there a month ago and now you're, you're stuck, right? So you won't know about some of those things until hunting season's there. So you need to get experience. And that's what ground hunting does with a cushion. You get the experience that you need to make informed, strategic decisions and purchases next time around. Um, when I first started hunting, I did a lot of ground hunting. And I had some opportunities. I had deer that came in within range. I had some shots. I took some shots. And, but it was not until I got into the trees that I realized how big of an advantage tree hunting had, but I also realized all the things I was doing wrong on the ground because I was able to, to observe some deer a little differently, what they were doing, how they were acting, where they were going without being on guard because I was close by on the ground, also out of my field of view, and I learned how to be a better ground hunter even from getting in the trees, but I also learned how to be a better tree hunter by spending a lot of time on the ground. Uh, so I would say that if it, you know, but it all depends on where you where you've got. If you've got three acres, like I've said in the past, three acres to hunt on, and you've got one place where you've got good angles and good deer uh, sign, you know, having a blind or a tree stand it may be the best way to go. You, you may not need a couple se an extra season or two to figure that out. You've only got one shot. Well, that may be you double down there. But you know, depending on where you've got. It may be, I think it's best for most hunters to be on the ground, sit on a cushion, learn, get some experience, and then you'll know what works for you, what you like and what you don't like and what you want to try. When I first started, I was afraid of heights. I did not want to get into the trees. I was just scared of, of being up there. I didn't want to fall. I wasn't big on a harness, didn't, didn't know how to use it right, didn't know anything about it. But after I'd spent a few seasons on the ground, every year the tree looked a little more appealing. Looked like I had a little better odds. I had a little more courage year after year. And then eventually I was like, you know what, I'm going for it. Um, so in February, went out, got myself a stand that was on clearance, set it up. And just it was up there for the year. Every deer knew about it. Uh, nobody was scared of it by the time hunting season rolled around and ended up being a great spot. So I'd recommend, you know, you, you have to, you just have to weigh what's best for you, where you're at, what your budget is. You know, if, if budget's not a huge issue, 
and you can spring for a couple blinds or you can spring for a tree stand and you got, you know, putting it up's not a, a, a deal, then that's going to give you your best shot, I think. But you're going to learn more on the ground having the options to be able to move and, and to explore different areas and, and just get a little more experience. So, like I said, it's all up to where you are. Some people, they hunt fields. And there are no trees to lean against. There, there's no good trees to build a stand in. And a blind is the best op. There, there's no better way to do it. You couldn't just sit there on the ground on the edge of the field. You'd be, you'd spook them. But you put a blind on the edge of the field, and then you can see the whole field, and you're relatively concealed. That could be your best opportunity. It all depends on where you are and what you've got. So I'm going to link you guys in the show notes at newhuntersguide.com, some hunting blinds, some cushions you can sit on, some turkey chairs that you can sit on, and then as well as some tree stands just as examples that you guys can take a look at. But uh, I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been something that has given you some tools and just equipped you for the task. And again, these are not all the different strategies that there are. These are just the three main ones for beginners, the three main ones that you should consider. And, you know, your experience will teach you, future episodes will teach you, reading and, and looking around, you'll learn more and more different approaches, different ways. And every part of the country is different. You know, my recommendations are based on my education and my experience and where I'm at in the country. You know, if you've got different experiences, you're in a different part of the country, you know, you got to take these things in context of where you are, where your what your opportunities are, and what's around you. So again, if you guys have any specific questions in terms of different locations, different types of terrain and topography and where you live, you know, go to the website, newhuntersguide.com, send me a message. You know, I'd be happy to answer your questions, respond to the show, leave us some, some feedback in the show notes. And, you know, if you've got questions, let me know. We'll address them in a future podcast. So thanks so much. Appreciate you guys listening. I'd encourage you to subscribe. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Google Podcasts. Leave us a review. Any feedback, we'd love to hear it. And until next time, God bless, and you guys have a great one. think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. You want to succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the greatest. <laughs> Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.